piss, 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 Hi there, sir, and welcome back to Endgame, a Riverdale podcast, where two people who wanted to get a piss tattoo on their ass and the person that stopped them review a sexy little show. I am your pastor today, Chamomile T. I am your lord, Gingerito. He is risen. And I'm your savior, Sluggahead. It's Easter Sunday. Rejoice. <laughs> okay, today we're reading... A fanfic by Espresso Shots underscore called Sugar Hiram Lodge. I'm into it already. Here's the description in quotes. You think I'm sweet like sugar and spice. Well, this world doesn't have to be nice. What? Ah! Spice is not Ah! sweet. What is happening? That's a phrase. It's crazy. Oh, sugar. It's sugar, spice, and everything nice. And then you put in Chemical X and you get the Powerpuff Girls. All right. It says Hiram Lodge slash OC. Oh, mature smut. No. Highest rankings, number one in Veronica, number one in Hiram, number one in Jughead, number one in Mistress. Yeah. This is just a book where I expose my thirst for Hiram Lodge while making fun of Riverdale in the process. It's perfect. Oh my God, what is wrong with It's you? the thing everyone's always thought when when looking at Mark and Suelos. Coffee, espresso, whatever. Um, What the fuck? Espresso shots underscore. Before we start, guys, I just want to alert you of this. Camila Mendez actually plucks her eyebrows. Camila Mendes, you mean? (laughs) Camila Mendes plucks her eyebrows. I don't know if you knew this. Every fucking day. Oh my god. I recently learned this from an interview. (laughs) Can we just talk about the difference in response to Cole Sprouse's and Camila Mendez's interview? (laughs) That hers is so much worse. I hate it. Cole got like raked over the coals, and the extent of Camila's coverage is. Did you know she plugs her eyebrows? I did, you know. I want to say I hate that they asked her that because I don't like just asking women to interview things about their looks, but that one had to be asked because I would have asked. I can't stop looking at her eyebrows. I'm so glad somebody else also felt similarly. But also, the fact, like, it wasn't surprising. Like, I don't know what answer I wanted. (laughs) <laughs> no, <laughs> they're just naturally like this. I literally wish she was like, I've never. Do people pluck their eyebrows? This is just what mine look like. I've never heard of that. See, that would be fine because then at least they would look like this normally. She wouldn't do that on purpose. Oh my god, there's pictures. I'm having such a good time with this fanfic. <laughs> I'm gonna show them to you. Okay, sugar in all caps. Sugar. There's a little pink. I have to turn my brightness down. A little pink square. Aww, cute. What? It's a it's just sparkles. Sweet like cinnamon, like a fucking dream I'm living in. Mira is new to Riverdale. Here's Mira. You know what? I appreciate this. You don't want to write your descriptions? Show me a picture. When Mira is invited to a sleepover at Veronica, she runs into Hiram Lodge. Ew, disgusting. Oh my god, it is. Holy sh. Holy. <laughs> it's, a, it's the sauna. It's a gif of him in the sauna? Of course, what's that? Oh, and soon she, oh no. And soon she finds herself claimed as his, at his mercy, under his control and watch. Why does everyone turn into Moffat? Hey, did you happen to read if this was tagged, but no plot? No, it wasn't tagged, that. Okay. I'll find it. I'll check, though. It's tagged. Oh, it's still ongoing. It's tagged Archie Betty fanfic, gang leader Hiram, Hiram Lodge Jones, Jughead Lodge Mafia, Mistress Netflix, Riverdale Show, Sugar, Teen Fiction, TV Show Veronica. Okay. Here's a picture of them fucking. What? It's a picture of a man on top of someone. Disgusting. What's it called? What's it called? What's it called? What's it called? (laughs) Unless that somebody's me. This is a mature fanfic, 18 plus. I'm surprised this doesn't already exist. There are so many fun comments. There's like 200 comments, so I can oh, read yes, all I of them. Oh, yes, I love the fun comments saying slurs. No, not that one. This one says, I'm gay, but not for men over 40. 
Holy crap, you didn't tell me that the pink rectangle sparkled. Yeah, I don't speak Spanish, so I think we should read it in Spanish. I think you I'll just read... are really mean today. <laughs> I'm always mean. My 2023 New Year's resolution was to be worse. One of the comments is, please, his toes are just, and then emojis. Dude, you have to read it. <laughs> I'm reading the first chapter for everyone. There's a picture of everyone um at the in the sleep of episode brushing each other's hair like Josie, Veronica, Betty, Cheryl, and Tony. Lovely. Nice. Okay. So this is what you guys do for, oh, this is chapter one, Veronica's sleepover. So this is what you guys do for fun, Mira asked, watching the girls comb each other's hair. <laughs> it was kind of strange how they were all so in sync with each other. They all simultaneously turned to look at her sitting across from them. That's a cult. Damn, how is it possible for everyone in this town to be so good looking? <laughs> Come join us, newbie, Veronica said, making space in between her and Betty. Why does this actually sound like a cult indoctrination? That's in a different season. <laughs> Mira sighed and shuffled over to the open spot before the girls continued their combing train. She doesn't have a comb. Where is her comb coming from? Sorry. Hey. Is that the is that the suspension of disbelief? That's where you draw the line. Apparently. Where are you from again? Tony asked. They're spelling Tony's name wrong. Yeah, I'm a Stan. I know how to spell. Lie. Greendale, Mira replied. It's across Sweetwater River. They know where Greendale is. <laughs> Sorry. Can you can you imagine if if someone I have to create if oh God, dude, I want to do a joke with where we lived, but I can't. <laughs> I'm from South Bend. It's near the South Bend River. <laughs> Could you be like... I don't know if you've heard of it. Yeah, I'm from Jersey. It's like across the river. <laughs> I'm from Farmville. Um, I don't know if you've heard of it, but... <laughs> Did you know we actually have the most roundabouts in the entire world? Yes, I heard that. You might have heard of us. <laughs> or they, the Carmel people do the opposite. Well, they'll be like... You're not from Carmel? And I'm like, no, not everyone lives in Carmel. And they're like, where do you live then? And I'm like, not there. <laughs> My favorite Sorry. thing, when I when I was in a place that just had so many people from California, they would just be like, yeah, I'm from the Bay Area. And I'm like, I don't know what the f you mean. <laughs> look at me, look at me, look at me. I'm not that well versed in what, in what California is. See, I think California is a state. We don't talk about it here because it might hint at a crossover and we don't know if we want to do that yet, Tony said. What? <laughs> That's so funny. That's what? What caused you to move, Betty asked. Oh, satanic rituals and witchcraft and stuff, Mira shrugged. Gasp. Crazy, do tell, newbie. Are you a witch, Cheryl said. Mira looked at her strangely, wondering if she talked like that all the time. Sure <laughs> does. No, I'm not a witch, but you should meet my friend Sabrina. No, thank you. With a cherry on top, Riverdale already has enough hags running around. That's wild. This was definitely before Cheryl met Sabrina. You have a boyfriend, Veronica asked? No, Mira said. Not to worry, newbie. I'm sure I can find someone for you at Riverdale High, Cheryl said. No, thanks. I'm not really into high school boys. Same. Tony shook her head. All right, girls, conversation time is over, Veronica said, standing up and walking over to her television. It's time for a horror movie oh, fest. Oh, because Tony's gay. Yeah, yeah she's so, bi. So one of she's them bi. She's is... canonically bi. Well, yeah, yeah, so she's into high school girls and adult men. Because that's what that's what Mira means, right? Yeah. Maybe maybe there are just a lot of filths running around. In Canada, yeah, there are a lot of dilfs running around. In a world where you would pick Hiram over FP, that is absolutely ridiculous. That's fine. FP's left the time. I was going to say FP's married, but Hiram's also very married. Not for my You know who's not Fred Andrews, bitch. Fred Andrews is dead? But not in this. How do you know, how do you know when this is? Because I know where the picture is from. Well, we don't know if he's dead. The picture has Josie in it. <laughs> yeah. I love how easily it is to how easily you can like point out when something is just by which characters exist. Yeah, you're like that's not the Reggie I know. That's season one. There's Josie. This is not oh, later. Tabitha, we're late, late in the game. Yeah. Okay. All girls huddle around the TV with their blankets, but Mira stayed back with Valerie. 
Oh, Valerie's here! Why is Valerie here? It's early. Yeah, Val's relevant. She hated horror movies and didn't want to torture herself by putting herself through this. Hey, I didn't get a chance to meet you. I'm Mira, she said, giving Valerie a friendly smile. No worries, I'm Valerie. I'm not relevant unless I need to sing backup for Veronica, even though I have an amazing personality and I'm the most realistic one in this town, Valerie <laughs> I think someone's a little bitter, which is Oh, valid. okay. This is my favorite part, Cheryl said. Mira looked at the screen, watching as a girl climbed out of a well and immediately averted her eyes. She had to get out of here before she could be traumatized. It's not that deep. Are, we doing, have, are they watching the ring? I would have killed if Cheryl said, this is my favorite part. I looked at the screen. A man came up to the boy right next to the freezer and pointed a gun and shot him. Oh. Cheryl said, that's my brother, Jason Blossom. Where could I get some water? Mira said, standing up. Oh, the kitchen's just down the hallway and to the left. You can't miss it, Veronica That's said. kind of weird if it's water at a sleepover. A what? <laughs> back up, back up. <laughs> <laughs> you know that classic thing where you just don't drink water at sleepovers, right? You're only allowed to drink alcohol and liquid crack. That's it. That's all you get. <laughs> Wait, there's a form of liquid crack? No, I don't think so. <laughs> Two people, welcome to the podcast where two people who drank liquid crack and also a third person who's only smoked Review crack. Review crackhead show. Oh, that's good. Okay. Thanks, Mira walked toward the door, making sure to take her phone in case any ghosts tried jumping out at her. Don't let Samara catch you, Cheryl smirked. Yes, Thanks, Mira said, again before opening the door to a dark and empty hallway. Great. This was just great. Close the door, Veronica said. Even freaking better. As Mira closed the bedroom door, the light from the hallway vanished, leaving only the tiny flickering of a wallflower. What the fuck? Oh, that's not what wallflower means. Of a wallflower to illuminate her path. This was worse than the movie. Much worse. Christy, just turn on the light. Wait, she had her phone. Mira smiled as she switched on her flashlight, only to find out the light from her phone made the hallway even creepier. Veronica's house was massive, and even her phone couldn't light up every dark corner. But an icy wind hugged her body, making her hair stand straight up. She should have worn a bra. What? <laughs> <laughs> I'm so cold, I really should have worn a bra too. Like, no one thinks that. <laughs> I cannot no. fathom. I cannot fathom how this scene ends with Hiram Lodge. I know. It's so fucking funny to be like, yeah, I'm cold, I really should have worn a bra. Oh, yeah, I love girls notoriously warm your nipples. That's <laughs> <why>. <laughs> What's the other option? They can't, like, cool your nipples. No, but they don't warm them. It's so funny. No, the thing is, I would have understood if she was like, oh, I should have taken a jumper or a jacket. But she's like, I should have worn a bra. That would fix me being cold. Like, nah, it's no. just her, her, her nips are pointy and she's like, should have worn a bra. They can see it through my through my shirt. That's what it is. What? No one's there to see it. The ghosts are there. Julian's gonna see it. Julian, if this was a love story with her and Julian's, I'm, I'm really I'm gonna look up if those exist. You continue. Slowly, she made her way into the kitchen, where she realized she didn't even want water anymore. Girl, just drink the water. <laughs> it's too late. You gotta live with it. She just wanted to get back to the sleepover and away from all the possible looming ghosts. Still, she quickly grabbed a glass and poured herself water as she looked over her shoulder every couple of seconds. You can never be too careful. Once the glass was filled to the top, she turned off the tap and hurried to get out of the kitchen. However, when she turned the corner to get into the hallway, she bumped right into someone, biting back a scream. She nervously looked up at who she had walked into. It was a man built like the rock. I don't know if you've ever seen the Rock Espresso Shots underscore. It was, it this was is the not rock. it. No, <laughs> I, if the next line is, oh, it was the Rock. It was a man built like the Rock with the looks of a model. The Rock also is looks a model. like a model. Yeah. He was shirtless and wearing a pair of gray Adidas sweatpants. That's how you know it's bad. That hung perfectly at his hips. I wish he was wearing a bra. You seem cold. <laughs> <laughs> and his hands, his rough and strong hands that had anchored her, were holding tightly onto her waist. Why is he holding her waist? Anchored her. 
Was she falling? Welcome to our sponsor, Anchor. <laughs> Somehow Mira had managed to prevent her water from spilling. Although she hadn't needed it seconds ago, she definitely needed it now. I'm sorry, she Wait, said. Why does she need it now? Because she's thirsty. Because she's thirsty. Because oh. she's horny. Taking a small step back from Sorry. I know you've never been horny in your life. But one of the telltale signs is immediate thirst. That was rude. See, but have you considered what if thir being thirsty means you're horny? So every not every time you get horny, you get thirsty, but every time you get thirsty, you're actually secretly horny. What? No, that was funny. No, that's right? valid. I'll take it. <laughs> Thank you. I love you and appreciate More you. More people should say, dude. I'm so horny right now. I need some water. <laughs> that would be so funny. I actually would love that. Give me a cool blue Gatorade. I'm really horny right now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, she said, taking a small step back from him and pulling out of his grasp. But she could still feel the tingling of his touch on parts where his fingers had grazed her skin. I thought it's holding tight. What are you doing? He said. His vo Okay, his voice is deep and raspy. What are you doing? I'm Batman. I'm Batman. <laughs> Hell yeah! <laughs> I wish I knew what Batman was in Spanish. What is Hombre. man in Spanish? Hombre. I don't even speak Spanish and I knew that. The bat hombre. El bat hombre. I, I have a distinct doubt that in Spain they call Batman the bat hombre. <laughs> No, it would be El Bat Ombre, you idiot. You wanna know what? It's in German. Oh, they actually, in some TV ads, they do say El Hombre Murcilago, which is the man of bats. The man of bats is way better than Batman. That is. If somebody was like Batman showed up, I'd be like, okay. If they were like the man of bats was here, I'd I be would, like, holy shit. I would watch a movie about the man of bats. That is so scary. Yeah. I love that for him. And that's exactly how the pitch meeting for Morbius went down. <laughs> what are you doing? He said, his voice deep and raspy like he had just woken up. Judging by his lack of attire and tousled hair, he had probably been sleeping moments ago. <laughs> he spoke like he just woke up. From his attire and rough hair, I surmised that he just woke up. In the dark, he said, <laughs> looking at my phone's flashlight. There's something called a light switch. <laughs> That's what I said. As he reached over me to turn off the light, his muscles flexed and unflexed themselves. What? No. Turning on more than just the light switch. Killer line. I love that. That's Turn it off. Like a light <laughs> switch. Just go quick. Quick, quick. I taught her that. Look at her go. I'm changing her to a theater kid. No. <laughs> One song at a time. Dragging oh. her, kicking and screaming. I'll try to use it next time, Mira said, finding it hard not to stare at him. Right, he said, his eyes <laughs> glancing down. <laughs> down at her attire a second too long. This person loves the word attire. What of the week is attire, everyone? Veronica had said she lived with just her father, so Mira presumed this to be him. Damn, her family was seriously blessed with great genes. Well, good night, Mr. Lodge, Mira said, walking past him and towards Veronica's bedroom, feeling his eyes following her the entire way. She needed to start coming over more often. That's... Look, this comment literally just says, please his toes. So funny to me, I love that. That's amazing. <laughs> Whoa, sorry, someone has the worst take I've ever heard. I hope I'm not the only one, but after season four, Riverdale just went to shit. Wrong. Absolutely not. It yeah. went amazing places that you cannot comprehend with your tiny pea brain. This comment may be offensive. Well, Hiram is hot, I so I actually only accept him being hot. He's a fucking gangster and is not in high school. So it seems to me realistic. His backstory is actually pretty good. I like that movie. I <laughs> know, these comments are so bad. Someone commented, is this what other girls are like? And then someone responded, hell no, at least not me. That shit looks fucking satanic. Someone commented, apologies. Someone commented, 
one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven times. Oh dear, what did they say? They said the same thing every time. No, no, no. They said, um, in this order, LMFAO, ah, <laughs> hey, false, Cheryl, facts, LMFAO, facts, ah, yes, LMFAO, ah, Sabrina, F, crying emoji, creepy as hell. Good comments, solid comments. Thank Love you. Them. Again, Francisco 49ers life would never do this to us. Where are you, Francisco? <laughs> We missed you. I liked that first chapter. I thought it was good. I enjoyed it. Someone someone commented, I genuinely loved this episode because they all sorts connected. And I don't really know what they mean there. You are aware that you're <laughs> reading something. It's... <laughs> I think they the picture at the top. I love having my hair brushed. Thanks, your mom's a hoe. <laughs> That's so good. Oh my lord. What the fuck is this? <laughs> that bitch would never wear Adidas. <laughs> True. It would be Gucci. The writer commented, just realized this is in the first person. I'll fix it later. And then someone <laughs> else responded to them a year and eight months later and said, a quick reminder that you never changed it. Heart. So fucking funny. That's true. Call them out. They didn't change it. Is the rest of this not in in first person? I don't know. Wait, I thought it was. Wait. Was Holy shit! It's not. What was this? Anyway, the next the next chapter is called Wet Dreaming. I can only fathom what that's about. What is that? Wet Dreaming. Oh dear. Oh no. Good lord. So anyway, that in this episode, um. We, we get to the bottom of the auteur stuff, and we get to the bottom of a completely unrelated serial killer thing called the Preppy Murderers uh, that only started this episode and ended this episode, which is the first for River. We love introducing a, like, a storyline just to finish it in like 10 minutes. Well, in fairness to them, they introduced the storyline as a way of smoothing over a plot hole they created Four episodes into last season. This episode further confirms that Jonathan is already dead. Yeah, oh, Jonathan did die from food poisoning. Mm-hmm. They never say they killed him. Though. Is Donna dead though? No. No, I thought she made it out. I didn't remember that any of this happened. So when Brett was like dead, I was like, no, he's not. I was like, what the fuck is happening? And then they were like, yeah, his eyes were good. And I was like, oh my god. I don't want to be excessively mean to Molly Ringwald, but this was a bad episode for you, my girl. Yeah, it was not good. Not your best showing. When you first had your name, I was really confused. I was like, it's just the name of a T. Oh, but is it? (laughs) When you texted it, it, I remembered that she said it like this. Like this, I didn't even watch the episode yet. It was like chamomile. (laughs) Archie is beating the fuck out of a punching bag. (laughs) I hate this man. Then... His mom, Molly Ringwald, comes in the room and goes, do you want any chamomile pee? <laughs> it's just psychotic. Like, not so. Look, I don't know how they let her get away with that on the day. Maybe that's just I me. How to say it. What if we've been saying it wrong the whole time? Well, I have an excuse. Chamomile. Chamomile. Fuck that. <laughs> Look up British. Chamomile. No, that was British. Look up English. Look up real English. Oh, yeah, that is the British pronunciation. What? Chamomile? Yeah. Chamomile. No, this is the English one. Chamomile. Wait, that's the English or the American one? This is American and English is chamomile. Absolutely. The fuck not. Oh, shit. Is this a Midwestern thing? Oh, shit. No, I've never heard anyone say chamomile. In my entire life. Oh no, we're saying it wrong. I refuse to believe that. I will continue saying chamomile. Hello, hello, friend. Are you busy right now? Um, I have something in five minutes. Okay, so that's yes. perfect. This is really fast. Do you know the 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 really like soothing tea? It starts C H. Chai. No, <laughs> but a good good guess. It's, it starts cam. Chamomile? 
Thank you. Have you ever heard a Have you ever heard a single living soul say chamomile? No. Okay. I have bad news for you then. If you look up how to pronounce If you look up how to pronounce chamomile, literally anywhere online, it says chamomile. I'm going to I'm going to call other people now cuz I'm pretty sure that this is false. My friend, love you. Do your dailies. Okay. Bye, love Because they're from New York, so it's not just a Midwest thing. Yes? Hello, my love. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a really important question for you. Yes. You know the really soothing tea that starts CH? Yeah. What's it again? Chamomile. Thank you. <laughs> That's what I thought. I have bad news for you. Yeah, is it chamomile? Yeah, if you look it up, it's chamomile. But I've never heard a single person ever say chamomile. <laughs> I love you. Yeah, love you too. Chamomile? No. No, that was like chamomile. Chamomile? No, that says chamomile. No, it doesn't because in German it's Camille. So they're doing the uh, mm-hmm. um, that it sounds like chamomile is how so they're true. saying it. Yeah, it's not us. It's I'm, Germany. I'm asking a clarifying question. I said, do you say chamomile or chamomile? That's what I'm asking. Because I can't tell what that was. That, that was, was too chamomile. German. Too, chamomile. Too, too, too German for me. Hey, I have two questions. One, how's Gus doing right now? He's great. Great. Um, second, I actually have three questions. How are you processing the divorce? Taylor Swift, not her personal family. Um, It's... It's been a rough day. I'm trying not to think about it too much, but I'll be okay. Okay. And then third, you know the really soothing tea that starts CH? Yeah. What is it again? Shy. Okay, really great point. It starts cam. What? Cam. Uh, oh, chamomile? Thank you. The, the internet is gaslighting us into thinking that it's chamomile because that's how every pronunciation guide has it. No, but it's not. But it's not. It's definitely not. It's okay. very much chamomile. Love you. I'm going to give Gus extra pets for me. I will. Bye-bye. Bye. My friends are right. I don't know what to tell you. said, my love. I speak German. I know exactly why they're saying it like that. It's because you never German trust my German it. heritage. Um, so they're saying chamomile. Well, I asked for clarifying. I feel bad their mom is just there. They say it like pill, chamomile. If he said I say chamomile, okay. Chamomile. Doesn't explain why Molly Ringwald is doing it. <laughs> I'm sure that's like an English people thing. Anyway, that's a long detour to say Molly Ringwald says words weird. Yeah. Well, I can call my dad. Uh, tell him he has risen. Hello, Father. I was just calling to say Happy Easter. He is risen. How are you doing? I'm doing good. I was actually calling with a question. Oh, that is it a bad question? No, it's a completely mundane question. Oh, yes. You know the soothing tea that starts CH, Camma? Chamomile? Yeah. Dad, how do you say that? Chamomile. Okay. I, okay. There's a lot of things online saying that the pronunciation is chamomile neither of you have okay. ever heard that i it may have done in my past somewhere along the world okay. line somebody says chamomile but i know i've always yeah. uh, we've been wondering if it was a uk thing uh no no it okay it's not a uk thing okay thank you well not not to my knowledge you can you can ask my siblings and see what they say um, yeah yeah give them a text for me yes <laughs> i will ask them how they Thank you so much. So anyway, three things that we've learned. One, he has risen. Second, I still love my sister. And third, this chamomile bullshit is just that. Yes, that. I know my mom says chamomile. But she also says wolf instead of wolf, so I don't know. What does Jimmy (laughs) say? Whatever Jimmy says. I don't know how my stepdad says it. I think he says chamomile. He doesn't strike me as someone who would say chamomile. I've never seen him drink chamomile. I'm sure he has, but I just don't recall him ever saying it. I like the the sense that like someone could strike you as saying chamomile. Which yes, is just... I ever Molly Ringwald. <laughs> the guy in my English class who keeps arguing with me would say chamomile. 
His name is Charles. He's a piece of shit. Brett Weston <laughs> Wallace would say chamomile. I know, and I would love him for it. Anyway. But he's fucking dead. Welcome to the episode, finally. <laughs> so, <laughs> the A in Archie Amherst stands for anger issues. <laughs> The S, so in, says, the S in Archie Andrews stands for stop bringing Fred into this. So his mom says chamomile and he's like, I don't want your fucking chamomile. Start saying it normally, you piece of shit. And I'm, what happened to you being gay? Where is your girlfriend? I don't understand your character. <laughs> then we go to a scene where so, Brett calls oh Betty and he's like, At like three in the morning. Why is her ringer on? I don't know. If my dad had been an evil serial killer and called me at all hours and it fucking bothered me, my ringer would never be on again. I don't want to hear it. Anyway. <laughs> well, that wasn't exactly what happened to you, but it also wasn't super far off what happened to you. I know. And is your ringer always off? Yeah. Well, look at that. <laughs> Case in point. Yeah, I've been meaning to share with the podcast that I have a serial killer dad. Aw, good for it's him. It's not either of my current two dads. It's a Aww. different one. You have to yeah, find the other. My dad told me about, like, he if he was a serial killer, what he would, what his mark of a serial killer would be. Oh, wow. He is risen. <laughs> he is risen. He is risen. <laughs> By he, we mean Fred Andrews. Uh, when I was, it was kicking my ass when you we kept texting. He is risen. I was like laughing, and I just don't know why it was just getting to me. Like it's such a funny thing. I to was say. It. It's so ominous without the context of it being Easter, and it's just so <laughs> weird. He is coming. Stop. He is on his way. <laughs> then Brett is dead. His eyes are gouged out. I love Curdle Junior. He's my favorite boy. <laughs> No, there was a part where Betty was like, do you get all the bodies out of that prison? I'm like, who the fuck else would get them? He's the only one here. <laughs> if you are running like an illegal prison operation, who else are you going to send the bodies to? He's like, yeah, they're giving me tuna fish sandwiches. I love it. <laughs> I haven't had to buy my own tuna fish in weeks. <laughs> he just has a really hungry cat at home. No, I like that is a man who would eat tuna fish. That is Look a man him. who would just like eat a can of tuna without seasoning on Brett's, it. Brett's eyes weren't gouged out before he got there. Curdle Jr. just got a little hungry. <laughs> Sample my product. So As a little snack. It's like a gusher, you see. A little peckish. Then you find out that Brett's eyes are gone. Then Hiram physically attacks the child. Um, and you know like, what? I support him. He's like, Archie, you cheated on Veronica. Fuck you. Which is fine. Except Hiram hated them together. Well, yeah. yeah but the only thing he hates more than them together is Veronica Sad. And that's valid. And then he insults Fred. And I'm like, why would you write that? The man is dead. Wait, he insults Fred. Not only does he insult Fred, it requires you, the audience member, to remember that in season one, he had an affair with Hermione. Yeah. The extent of the callback necessary to understand this reference does not make it worth it. No. I don't remember this. But yeah, Hiram is like... Don't, don't remember Fred and Hermione having a prolonged oh, affair? I remember that. I remember Hiram insulting Fred. Oh. It's because, no, it's because yeah. Hermione and Fred were Yeah, together. no, no I got Hiram, that. Hiram says, what kind of a man cheats on their girlfriend? Oh, I know what kind of man. The apple doesn't fall far from the... Uh -huh. Such a fucked up thing to write. I support beating up children. If they're Archie, I do. <laughs> he gets beat up in a majority of these episodes at this point, as he should. Um. Then Cheryl says she's giving part of her land as a sanctuary for the Uctana. Now, what the fuck sanctuary? Now she tells this to her family. Sarah, oh, if you haven't seen this episode, I want you to imagine. What would be a totally normal way for her to be doing this? The answer is that she's doing it on a Zoom call, and you can barely tell that COVID happened, huh? No, this comes out of the no. So this is the so COVID season. Funny to me. Um, barely, but they, they hide it really well. No, 
We are so lucky Riverdale decided not to bring COVID canonically into this fucking thing. That's so true. I hate when shows do that. I just stopped watching a show that I've been watching for six seasons because they mentioned COVID and George Floyd. And I said, I'm not watching this anymore. Well, to be fair, I think the George Floyd bit was worse than COVID. I, I just think it's so funny to cut to a Zoom call. It's so, it comes out of no, like, if you didn't know this was filmed during COVID, you'd be like, what the actual shit? Also, this is, this has been a show where they use all different types of technology and you're not sure, like, what, this should not be, like, an Apple computer. Shouldn't have Zoom. No, they shouldn't have Zoom. Who let them have Zoom? It really is killing me. They didn't have to have this scene for the show to work. She could have just told Nana Rose that she, like... She mutes someone else on the Zoom call. It's so dumb. There are at least three people on this Zoom call that we've never seen before. Why are they doing it like this? No, it's so bad. And they the 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 opinion of the Blossom family is that because Cheryl killed Uncle Bedford, that means that they shouldn't have to make amends to the Uctana people. Yeah, they're like She's like, why won't you try to make amends for a genocide? And they're like, um, you made me upsetty spaghetti, so I'm not gonna do that. In fairness, the upsetty spaghetti we're talking about is fed me my brother. <laughs> That's true. That's true. You got me there. They were really upsetty that he was in that spaghetti. Well, he wasn't in that. He wasn't actually in that well, spaghetti. Well, they did. They though. still don't know that. Anyway. Oh, that's so true. They still think they ate someone. That's fucking funny. Um, then Hermosa and Veronica meet with Hermione, and they're like, we want to take Hiram down. And I'm like, do you remember when Hermione and Veronica were going to get divorced, and Veronica, no, sorry, do <laughs> you remember when Hermione and Hiram were going to get divorced, and Veronica threw a massive fit about it? Absolute shout out to her being like, I stayed with Hiram for you. After being like, well, I guess maybe that is why she got back to him after the divorce. It's it wasn't, not. It wasn't how We saw them have sex. It was it just his abs were too powerful. <laughs> it wasn't that. that She felt compelled to his abs because of her love for Veronica. This episode so is, is so, like, slow, but also has so many things they're resolving. Yes. You can see the desperation of, like... Yeah. They've worked themselves into a seven-year time jump, and they have to just start going. I mean, literally not a single plot line in this is solved in, like, a, a way where you're like, that was good. Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> no. And not even in, like, a fun way. Like, at the end of season three, I'm like, does this make sense? No, but I'm having such a good time with this. What the fuck? But no, it's literally, like, people sitting down and just explaining the entire, like, solution and then leaving. Like the whole episode. Archie's entire plot line is, hey, do you want this man to go to prison for something that he, you know he didn't do? Yes. <laughs> and he has, to, he has to punch a guy to figure out that that's probably bad. Then David, who if you don't remember him, he's the one who... David. He's I'm the sorry. owner no, of the Blue Velvet. I was about to explain when you interrupted me. <laughs> I was like, in case you don't know who David is, who's and she was like, who's David? Oh, he's, <laughs> Sorry, he, he's the one that beat Goliath. He's risen. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. He's risen. He hath risen indeed. Um, He just runs the shop that sells snuff films and child porn. Oh, yeah. Lovely guy. Oh. That was sarcastic. <laughs> what a good guy. <laughs> he did sell things to sex notes 13-year-olds. Not only that, he helped them stage fake snuff films because he's just a fun little guy he's just a he's just a film lover you know so david supposedly killed himself um and then when jughead finds out he says dead men tell no tales and i was like why are we referencing the pirates of the caribbean movie right now <laughs> and he was not only is that the case at least one time in the past has a dead person told a tale and i can think of one time in the future in which a dead person will tell a tale we're over two on that fact. Um, literally, the shot opens with a man hanging in the middle of your screen, and then Charles and his two siblings staring up at him. Stop. He's like, "Oh God, how did this happen?" Charles, we—he's Cam. 
I'm sorry. Kim. <laughs> yeah, you really liked when he said, I wouldn't be a good teacher if I just gave you the answer, baby brother. <laughs> I did. So or why are we punishing that. him for being gay? It's not his fault. <laughs> it's it's um, in the line. It's be gay, do crimes. I mean, so he does crimes, and you're you're upset. I wrote "dead men tell no tales" joke. <laughs> sub really sub note him. sub note mention sexy mermaids. No. Anyway, Hiram lectures his daughters. Well, I That's thought his stupid. daughters lecture him. This is when they're like, you're retired now, old man. Oh, yeah. No, I just wrote it wrong. Poppy, your brain is done. I love the idea of your children coming in and saying, you're retired. We've called And then he's like, he's like, no, I'm getting better. I'm reverting back to my true nature. All I need to do business are my fists and a gun. I love Hiram. <laughs> then John gets into the University of Iowa creative writing program. And almost immediately, there is a cut to Jelly Bean staring. I love the idea that at all times, Jelly Bean's main thought is, who do I have to kill to beat the Iowa workshop? <laughs> Cheryl and Tony decide to go on vacay because Cheryl talks to her mom and her mom's like, you should get an alibi. And Cheryl's like, okay. Um, and that's it. She also calls her adoptive siblings hateful bitches, which I think is just a very fun note. This is peak Penelope content, by the way. Yes. Never let anyone tell you otherwise. Then Archie's working on writing his letter, but then he's like, oh, I hate this letter, and he throws it in the trash. Um, he's acting like a 12-year-old. Then everybody... Play the fucking jingle, okay? We're not gonna get to play it that many more times. Who's gay? Who's gay? Who's gay? Who's gay? Who's gay? Donna calls Betty from a phone booth that is on a pier. I don't think that's that's the thing. I'd just like to note that she knew Betty's phone number by heart. I know. I know. She knew Betty's phone number by heart. Donna calls in the middle of the night. Betty picks up. And Donna's like, Betty, you have to help me. She literally decided to call Betty. And she's like, Brett and Stinky roommate are dead. And I'm next. And I need your help. And Betty's like, fuck you, bitch. And Donna's like, please, I've been asking. Uh <laughs> I freaking Why love, I love that Joan died be a rock to the back of the head. Yeah. Died how you failed to kill. I wrote Joan and her stinky reign have ended. <laughs> she, she was brought into Dr. Colonel Jr.'s office and it's the first body he couldn't do an autopsy for. He's like, you had to go out. Put no, he's like, mm, smells like tuna. Love it. I'm going to eat some eyeballs. This one sounds really good. <laughs> Oh, dude, she's bleeding from the head. Free juice. <laughs> he is risen. <laughs> Start working. He is risen in the normal conversations. He is risen and he is hydrated. Uh, he's risen and he's hydrated is so funny. Um, I love that Donna was panicked fearing for her life and the first person she thought to call was Betty fucking Cooper and then Betty answered and Jughead is snoozing through this sexual phone call she just keeps getting calls in the middle of the night I know She's the phone booth sleeper. is literally on a pier and that was cracking my ass up yeah. it's so stupid the phone line <laughs> runs right into the water which is effective <laughs> so funny then the next day betty calls for joan and joan's family's like joan is dead um and then betty's like oh, i hope donna's somewhere safe <laughs> the look the look i just got <laughs> i didn't even see her her expression but i know exactly she's what it so is. confident then hermosa um it tells Veronica her evil plot to get Hiram to stop being such a bitch. It's so funny. What's the plot? 
She doesn't say it's like, but she's basically like, we're going to, I'm going to hire people to beat up Hiram and then you're going to go in and not help him and be like, get it the fuck together and call him a fucking stinky dog. (laughs) Tell him he smells like Joan. That'll get to him. (laughs) (laughs) Tell him even Dr. Curdle Jr. wouldn't want to lick his face. Oh! Betty and John find a tape and it is... Um, inside the Cooper Jones house, filming everybody sleep, and somebody has a knife and runs it over Jelly Bean's face. And Jelly Bean and goes. And then they all decide to stay in a hotel. And I was like, "This is all an elaborate ploy to just be able to stay in a nice hotel." That's so good job, weird. Jelly Bean. Yeah, for you, girly. Even though she's just gonna end up sleeping on one of those pull-out couches, it's gonna be <laughs> awful you- for her. Then, um. Hiram texts Veronica, please, Miha, but PLS, comma, Miha. Please, please, Miha. Um, and then Veronica goes home and she sees Hiram sitting on the couch bleeding and he's like, Could you get me the first aid kit like you did the other night? And she's like, And no. she is so brutal. Yeah. She is like, You are a mangy fucking street dog. No, you, hey, hey and die like a dog and you need to get it the fuck together and then she leaves we do find out he's a scorpio more i your astrological sign might be a scorpion father killer way of opening second you you have the same sign as hiram lodge how do you feel i know i do how's it feel good do you feel seen witnessed I, too, am a mangy dog who's going to bleed into the gutter. You, too, are a Scorpio with a furry cake. What can I say? My persona is the gargoyle cake. Parapetai? It was like Google voice to text, PLS, comma, Miha, period. I need you to come home, period, send. Then Comrade Cheryl talks to, to Nana. Penelope Blossom. Rat of a woman emerges from the wall. She is the shot is so long, it takes her so long to get out of the wall. Like it's comically <laughs> it's so loud, long. too. It's like when she moves the wall, it's fucking it's loud. literally Cheryl and her nana having a conversation, and then Cheryl says, Mom, and her mom moves the cabinet and emerges from the shadows like the man of bats. They live in a mansion. And everyone has agreed that the best place for Penelope is in the wall. So funny. <laughs> it's so funny. Anyway, um, Cheryl's family's all been murdered, and now Cheryl has the power to give so a small portion of her land as a sanctuary to the Uktana. Not just give it to them. She's making a sanctuary. I don't know what that means. I don't know what that means either. Then Betty and Jack speak, and they're like, who could have... T- who? could have been murdering people like they would have had to and make the tapes they would have had to know things about us maybe our phones are bugged who could have done that then they're like charles could have done it so they have charles meet them at their house and betty is like charles i found your bug on my phone and then they're okay this scene i need you to know the best part about the scene is that they have flashbacks to moments where you knew charles was evil except there's only been two moments where you know charles is evil so they only have two flashbacks and one of them is literally him sitting at a desk yeah one of it's them, amazing so betty says that that it's been tapped as long as far back as halloween right and they flash back to, to charles Writing down one of their conversations that he's bugged on Halloween. That how does she know he did that? Did he did she find his logs? I don't know. I'm not crazy for thinking that if you find a bug, you don't know how long it's been there. Yeah. He's like, yeah, I killed Joan and Brett, but only because they hurt you and I love you. And then Jug appears and he's like, baby bro. <laughs> I and the best motivation that they could get for him is they deserved it yes question mark um anyway he's he's gay he's a serial killer there's lots of interesting things about him <laughs> he, what the he fuck did john, john do to deserve to be murdered she didn't even kill she didn't even kill jughead right all yeah. she did was was be against a racist book 
Let's let's also not forget that Charles eats the same food every night. We know three facts thought... on Charles. Gay crime <laughs> eat pop. Eat pop? Don't say that. Eat out. That's what Dr. Colonel Jr. is dreaming about. <laughs> That's every day he reads himself a bedtime story. They're like, do you eat at pops? He's like, yeah, I eat pop. <laughs> <laughs> bit by bit. We have a deal. <laughs> a dumb joke but i really like it um then betty's like i'm gonna take your ass to jail you're the auteur you're a serial killer and he's like i'm not the auteur you dumb idiot i am just a serial killer don't blame that on me the next time you see charles he's gonna be so different that it doesn't next even time matter you see charles is gonna be the best character to ever grace riverdale oh my god what a weird... He's going to be even gayer, even campier, baby. I'm, I'm pretty sure that no other piece of fiction ever is going to have a character like Charles. Oh, it's so good. This is a Riverdale original. I wish so bad that Betty was like, I have to be a serial killer now. Like, and they were like, why are you being a serial killer? She's like, I just feel like I should... It's in the family. It's the family business. Um, hey, welcome back to the Riverdale Book Club, the podcast in a podcast where we do podcasts and podcasts. We've been reading through Riverdale, the day of podcast uh, written by McColl Podcast. Um, the way that we do these is that we read every other paragraph. And if anything's lost in translation, fight us. Chapter 18, Jughead. The lot was packed. Independence Day itself wasn't such a big draw, even ironically speaking. But then again... There weren't a ton of other options in terms of Riverdale nightlife. Independence Eve at the twilight was sort of a tradition, like maple syrup or telling campfires about Sweetie, the sweetwater snake monster. I don't think maple syrup can be a tradition. That's just called a food. You know what's my favorite tradition? Hamburgers. <laughs> <laughs> By the concession stand, though, a small crowd had formed. Josie, Val, and Melody were gathered, pussycat ears in place, and t-shirt sleeves rolled up. Josie was passing around a phone for some rubberneckers, one of whom was Cheryl Blossom. I never did understand why those two were friends, but somehow it seemed to work. Scoff all you want, Cheryl, but it's our thing. We pussycats howled the night before a gig. Some, that's not what cats do. No. I regret to inform you. You are the pussy dogs. Oh. Yeah, what would you call them? The mangy street dogs are gonna bleed into the gutter? You know what, that just rolls off the tongue. <laughs> so, <laughs> then there was that time you challenged me to a drag race, Reggie said, stepping into the conversation. Wanna go again? He asked. Uh, cars? Not dress up? Um, hey, we can believe that it's in dresses. I wouldn't believe that. Reggie's worn drag before, it counts. Mm -hmm. Reggie's face went rigid. You know, I've been busting my ass for you all day, trying to line up a gig. A good one. Is it really any surprise I wouldn't want you as a manager? Or as a boyfriend? Polly just shook her head. I'm gonna give Betty one last try. Polly's just here, I guess. Not gonna lie, I forgot Polly was a character. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> the twins just stop being a thing that exists for a while. They only come back for the best episode of the series. Twins jump in a void and they're like, that's, that's the twin void where we keep the twins until we need them next, which is hopefully never. Don't you have a bridge to be sniveling under a troll? She spat. I ignored her, thinking it was finally time to go back to my cozy projection booth. There was a reason I'd come up with my whole hard pass on other people's dance, even if I sometimes temporarily forgot about it. You got lucky, Jones, Reggie called as I pulled myself together and went back to the projection room. That's just how I would have described it myself. I dialed slowly. I knew the number by heart, even though it was a fairly new one. It rang for what felt like years. I was just about to hang up when I heard the click of someone picking up from the other line. That click just then, it felt like a lifeline. Jellybean's voice sounded different, deeper, a little more mature, even though, of course, she hadn't really been gone long enough for that to be the case. Still, my own voice cracked when I spoke, and I struggled to keep it together, to be calm. Hey! I said, the word wavering. What's going on in Toledo, Jellybean? It's just JB now, she said, indignant. 
Jelly Bean's so immature. While she talked, I took a good look around the projection room, the interior footprint, the electrical outlets. What sort of furniture could be shoved to one side to make room for a sleeping bag? Are you listening, Juggy? I am, baby. I promised. Keep talking. That's that. That's that. That's the end of the chapter. I love Jelly Bean with all my heart, even though they refuse to give her actor lines because she doesn't say them well. <laughs> I think I love JB because she's someone that is so rarely ruined by saying things. So she just exists, and I'm able to be... What? You make the boy your videos, and she's like, yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, I love you. Why were you at that rave? Ricky showed me. <laughs> JB and Ricky D forever. I wrote that in my book. That's oh. funny. Now back to the show. Here. Uh, what's the next scene? Hiram is going to take a sabbatical. She's going to the Cayman Islands. And Hermione is going to be on the Real Housewives of New York. Fuck yeah, she is. That's New a, York. But does that mean the city New York or the state? It's then the she state says, New York. I'm moving back to the city. Which means they can't be in the city, but they have to be in New York. No, they don't have to be in New York. No, but they have to have, they had to, yes, but they had to have been in New York when Andy Cohen was asking her. Yeah, but that which was, was a when, while ago. That was before they moved to Riverdale. Yeah. So, but so Riverdale is pretty close to New York, but is not in New York. It doesn't mean it's close. Mm-mm. No, it just means they're in Philadelphia specifically. Um, I think they're in Ohio. No. <laughs> no Ohio has a law that is not specifically about cannibalism. However, it does place cannibalism under desecrating a corpse and makes it illegal. I know, so but just like... Ohio. The only other state that has a cannibalism law... Idaho. But it's it's Toledo, I uh uh Ohio, right? To, so then if if someone told me I'm moving to another city an hour away and I was like I'll never see you again, JP. This is the but last they have time. To be, they have to be very close to Chicago. But they still have to be far enough okay. They have to be far enough away from Toledo for it to be we're not getting into this again. Far enough away from Toledo for it to be like a a big problem for Jelly Bean. I need you to get the FD. list out because Andy Cohen and the Real Housewives exist. Fuck. <laughs> I don't know who Andy Cohen is. He made the Real Housewives. I don't know what you want. I don't know why they had to bring the Real Housewives into this to get Hermione off the show, but I think it's funny. Well, then they bring her back. Remember that one episode? The Real Housewives of New York. Yeah. Los Angeles, not yet specified. Can you imagine if in like season seven they were like, "I love California. I love living here." I I love the slow like boiling pot of them with dates. I know because today, like this episode, they just have the date June nineteenth, twenty nineteen, and I'm like, "Okay, guys, you've changed your 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 approach to this." Hey, why are you drawing a penis? <laughs> That's a heart. <laughs> Not a heart. That is a penis. That says I penis. <laughs> that says I penis. I don't know how to erase. Hold on. I just saw the erase. <laughs> that thing. I, <laughs> I tried. <laughs> that was so bad. They didn't know oh. what to do with her character, so they basically said, what if we made you entirely different? I know. And I love that for her. Then then Jug and Betty confront Jellybean, but in the funniest way where Jug's like, Jellybean, did you make the tapes? And she goes, yeah. Yeah, yeah I <laughs> did. I did. I did. I was silly and goofy. I was in a silly, goofy mood. What can I say? Then Jug and FP... Go to a bar. FP's an alcoholic. Jug is like, the only way we can talk about this is over drinks, alcoholic father. What the f- I do think he's drinking soda water. It looks like soda water. Um, it could be a vodka soda. 
I don't think he would drink vodka no, he, soda. No, that's true. He's not a vodka soda girly. No. <laughs> He's a vodka crayon girly. It's, it's, <laughs> I would love if there was just a scene early on of FP ordering a pina colada. <laughs> he's absolutely slamming those amaretto somebody sours. gives him whiskey and he's like i can't drink that i, I can't hold some cherries my, my god he loves the little cosmos um so he's at home like like he starts drinking again and so you it cuts to him putting a little bit of vodka in his hot chocolate and going i just i just like <laughs> just and then he just like sits like the cozy girl. Is yeah, that's so cozy. <laughs> it's just Bo Burnham. Oh I yeah, it's, like, it's literally that. That would be so good. No, yeah, I just have to microdose on pina coladas. They're just <laughs> can't have too many. <laughs> then everyone knows that the best way to solve an overarching season plotline is to just have a character sit at a dinner table and just explain all of it to you in like five minutes and then never deal with the consequences of it ever again. Yeah, and it's not even... They take the biggest cop out because they don't even say it's drug head, uh, it's Jelly Bean's fault. Yeah. They say it was a Jelly Bean did it, but it was because of Ricky D. There's no consequences. My but Jelly Bean. nemesis. AB and Ricky D forever. Okay? Number one shipper over here. <laughs> I love Ricky D. I see you've returned, Ricky. Not in human form, for they could not find your actor. But as a spirit, Ricky, <laughs> you're back. I literally don't care about his explanation. It's so fucking stupid. It doesn't happen to explain why she went to the porn rave. It doesn't explain no. anything. It Zero really parts. At no point along the plan of get Jug to stay is there go to a porn rave. <laughs> this reveal sucks so bad. Yeah, but it's also it's just... really funny and is my favorite reveal that the show does. What's funny is that it sucks so horrible, so horribly, and then the whole time it's being a terrible reveal. Like FP is like crying. <laughs> I know. He's acting for his life. Skeet Ulrich was like, I need to cash in that check. Skeet Ulrich is trying to make the scene. He's like, yeah, I understand my motivations. And Jug's just like, so Ricky D got her to make snuff films. They literally just were like, how? What's the quickest way we could solve this? And then they did it. It's not good. It's, so it's really shitty. I would like to talk about the scene. There's a flashback where she's in the fucking blue velvet yeah. store. Um, and she's talking about how they should make a real movie. My favorite thing about the movie is like it feels like a like a movie. It feels like a real like you know, go to the theater film movie. But, you know, kind of the reason why you go. To watch something on the big screen, I think that is my favorite interview of all time. The the setup, I appreciate it. I've been planning this joke ever since that scene. We say that all the time. <laughs> like, yeah, it's like it's like a movie, like like a real movie that you'd like see in the theaters. You know, like like a movie. <laughs> How old is Jelly Bean in this? Like fifteen. Yeah, I go with like fifteen. Maybe okay, because Jack the whole time is like, it's not her fault. She doesn't comprehend what she's doing. I'm like, yes, she does. No, like, I don't know. If so, if I was a frat, well, I guess when you frame it, if, if there was a freshman making fake murder videos. They would get it. I think they'd get it. Yeah. I just think that RAS has a checklist of everyone related to Betty Cooper and she's going through, and and sorry, he's going through, and he's making sure that every single one of them is a villain at some point. Jelly Bean's first name is Forsyth, Forsythia. I didn't know that. Like the flower, or is it? No, like Forsyth. Like Forsyth. So fucking funny. These are I... my kids, Forsyth and Forsythia. Oh my god, That's I cannot so believe funny. that. It's no wonder um, also, it does not explain the God is watching thing. No, no. JB, please explain Gonzo. 
Baby, what does gonzo mean? I love Jelly Bean with all my heart. I like your most episode a lot. I love Penelope. I love the Zoom call. The main characters were I know. Nah, the Zoom call slapped. <laughs> Is she still the main character? Cheryl? Yeah. Yes, she's a main character. She doesn't feel like a main character. That's true. She for what? She feels like she gets plots when they have time to fit another plot into the episode. Which is every episode. Seven out of ten mangy dogs. Six out of ten he's risen. <laughs> Five out of ten microdosed ableism. Or six out of ten Jesus is a friend of mine. <laughs> I have been Camila Mendes drinks chamomile tea. I have I've been <laughs> Um, Gingerito, and I've been Slughead. Go get a friend to film you sleeping. It's just a really personal experience, you know? Mm -hmm.